0: nine kind of where their last drive stalled out can the Argos like step up here and come up with something Melton pulls the Tucker Melton pulls it looking down the field he's got a receiver That's is that not offensive pass interference and I'll tell you what Shannon Showers comes up with the INT wow. in the end zone and just like that we saw this earlier in the year coach uh, Turn, turnovers back and forth i think it was the North Green Love
1: to see the defense INT in the end zone by Shannon showers that was uh, early in the third quarter late in the third quarter which was a pile on for UWF at that time we had Ravion Hargrove got a 28 yard rushing touchdown and then this with 211 to go Argos will set up at the West Owl 48 with the opportunity to keep this drive alive after
0: the big 32-yard run from C.J. Wilson. Wilson stays in there. He's had plenty of time to get his breath back. They'll pull it from his belly. They're looking downfield. Peewee slides forward. He's got a man deep. If he can hit him, it's David Durden, but he's going to run out of the back of the end zone.
1: No, he didn't. Yeah, it looks like he, he says he got right. it. His helmet came off. He spikes the football, and he said, "I got it." Did he drag a foot in? He did one foot enough in NCAA or in um, uh, Division two fo- and in, in Division one I- too. But in college football, one foot is enough. David During gets 48 yard touchdown reception in the back of the end zone. Helmet off. I mean, amazing play. Joining us now, uh, Brian Henry. He is the uh, UWF Director of Athletic Communications. Brian, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Pretty much a highlight reel on that catch right Uh,
0: that was one of the more exciting plays that I've I've seen all year it it was pretty awesome
1: and not that you know not the one you expect in fact when you first watch you're like oh no he didn't oh yes he did (laughs) we'll take that also um uh Hargrove did I read this right he did the uh, crane technique as his celebration dance in the end zone hey they've all got their celebrations but uh
0: I mean it's it's when you score, you got to be happy about it. you got to celebrate. don't no be inside. So and it's one time. Well, Pete, Coach Sinek said a couple of years ago, somebody asked him kind of I think they were critical about maybe the way we won a game or something, and he just explained to him, "Winning a football game is hard work. And so we're going to celebrate when we win, because it's a big deal.
1: So, yeah, I, I couldn't forward. agree more. Yeah, let there be some celebration to it. But this is a weird game. I mean, we had a couple of touchdowns, but how many field goals did we wind up scoring in this game? Uh, Griffin Sarah
0: makes five field goals, which is a new new uh, UWF record, and it tied the conference record. So, I mean, we needed them all.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of an odd one because I'm so used to us getting into the end zone, and I know he can make all kinds of field goals. I know he's an extremely talented kicker. We just haven't had to use him much this year, and then all of a sudden in one game, 15 points.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of that was West Alabama. They've got a really good defense, and they came in with the, I think it was like the sixth best red zone defense in the country. So it's kind of like you would have been a rubber stamp Get inside the 20 and then get into the end zone. Uh, I mean, they're a decent team. I mean, they just didn't have what they needed offensively. Um, otherwise, it might have been a little different story. But, um, yeah, credit Griffin and the special teams unit. I mean, our special teams on Saturday was absolutely dynamite. I mean, between David Durden returning two punts, getting us into like mid uh, midfield, a little bit into plus territory, and then Jaquan Bailey-Brown returning a couple of kickoffs, 30, 40 yards. I mean, our average starting field position was our own 46-yard line.
1: That's crazy.
0: But we only had to go, on average, 50 yards to score, whereas most of the time you're having to go 70 or 80. So, I mean, that just – special teams really – played field position, and, and dominated things
1: this weekend. So we've got that game wrapped up at 36-24. Uh, to 24. we got two more games left in the regular season. These are both away games, one against Valdosta, one again. This is the extra game, uh, the bonus game against Mississippi College. And then it'll be the playoffs. Do we know yet kind of how the playoff situation is shaking out?
0: Um, Not exactly. We'll get a better look this morning. Uh, later this morning, the NCAA – we'll release their next round of regional rankings where they rank the top 10 teams in each of the four super regions. I would expect us to be in the three, four, five discussion. Um, obviously, if you're in the, you know, the one seed gets to buy the two and th- two, three and four seeds, will get to host a first round game. Um, so hopefully we're in that two, three, four discussion. I mean, Delta State uh, hung on and beat Mississippi College over the weekend by 14, so they clinched a share of the GFC title. Um, we could join them if West Georgia could upset them this week, and then we take care of business against Valdosta. Um, but, I mean, it's not the end of the world. We're picked second. If we finish second, then I guess the coaches were right on. They just thought Valdosta might be first and not Delta. <laughs>
1: and delta for everybody who hasn't been following this as so much they barely beat us in overtime earlier this year and they're nine and zero so you know they're they're gonna be a uh a tough opponent that we're gonna ha- probably have to go through at some point if we're gonna do uh something outstanding in the postseason uh in other sports uh volleyball had a pretty good weekend right
0: they did um melissa walter and her group just keeps on trucking they uh they won two more matches this weekend, and with Saturday's win over West Alabama, uh, they clinched the GSC regular season title. It's their 14th in the last 18 years. I mean, just, that is ridiculous. What that team?
1: That's just—I yeah. mean—that's unbelievable but, pr- and, proficiency.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the the fun—the good thing about that is volleyball is the only sport in the conference. Where the postseason tournament is played at the regular season champion. Okay. So we get home court advantage. They don't have to travel, don't have to stay in a weird hotel. Um, they can sleep in their own beds, use their own locker room. Uh, so that'll be a fun time in a couple of weeks when. Um, when we host the GSC Volleyball Tournament once again.
1: You know, this is something that I don't know the answer to. I always like to ask questions I don't know the answer to. From how far away <laughs> do people get recruited, do women get recruited to play for a, t- a team that is this amazing? Like, I, you know, I, I know we get players from all over the state, but I'm, uh, I'm assuming we draw players from all over the country to play for the volleyball team.
0: We do. I mean, and that's just one of those things that even with football, um, when they started out, Coach Shinnick was like, hey, our recruiting window is Tuscaloosa to Tampa. But when you win, more people are going to reach out to you and want to want to be a part of it. I mean, we've got players. I mean, Britta Hebb is from Wisconsin. Um, we've got players local, Spanish Fort, Mobile area. Um, we've got some recruits coming in that are, are from northwest Florida as well. But, I mean, we've got... We've had success recruiting in West Virginia, Minnesota, Missouri. Um, I mean, we had uh, a couple players from California on the on the uh, the stud team from last year. I mean, just success breeds the people that want to come be a part of your successful program so it doesn't matter where they're coming
1: from absolutely and it's just you know it's a it's a dimension of having such a an effective for example volleyball team that i don't think about too much until you're talking about i'm thinking you know, i bet we recruit from all over the nation uh with the team that's that successful which is a tremendous advantage for us continuing to have the success that we have brian henry he is the uwf director of athletic communications joins us mondays after football games brian as always man uh thanks for all the good information go argos